You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Emergency, I guess, Monday edition of the show. We uh, we don't typically do these Monday shows, but there's been a lot going on in the coaching world. I'm Gary, by the way. And I'm Chris. Yeah, we knew that this is always the Monday where uh, lots of jobs tend to open up. Yeah, yeah, lots, uh, lots going on. So, uh, obviously, uh, we've got 12 as of right now, that have uh, that have come open, two have already been filled. Uh, over the past few seasons, it has been well into the 20s. So last year was 21. I believe the year before that was 25. It was 28 before that. Um, back in 2013, I think we had the fewest. It was either 13 or 14 where there were only uh, 15 job changes. So uh, some, we'll go ahead and, uh, and jump on these. Uh, the biggest one, of course, Washington. Uh, you know, before we get into that, let me give everybody the rundown uh, since a bunch of people have already jumped in. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Go check that thing out. Uh, all of our podcasts, previews, videos, social media platforms, uh, picks, etc. Everything's over there. WinningCuresEverything.com. Go check it out. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. If you're on one of those platforms, uh, hit follow. Hit all that good stuff. We would appreciate the support on that. Um if you would, if you're on YouTube, hit like, hit subscribe, share the show out, and leave some comments. We're actually reading the comments right now. Sid's already in. He said, what's up, guys? Go Irish. Uh, Mike Campion's already in. What's up, buddy? How are you? He's in for every one of these. We appreciate that. So, uh, if you're on YouTube, like I said, subscribe, share, like the uh, the video, all that. It all helps us out. The show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six Wonderful sports books. We vouch for all of them. We've been to all of them. They're all a good time. Go check out more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. And if you're doing your Cyber Monday shopping, go over to smackapparel.com. S-M-A-C-K apparel.com. Use promo code WIN. That's W-I-N. You get 20% off your order. And any order that's over $40 ships for free. They've got awesome shirts from any of your favorite uh, favorite teams. So go check them out. Of course, smackapparel.com, promo code WIN for 20% off on that. Um, let's see. Chris Herndon jumps in. He said, so Chris Peterson to Ole Miss or Arkansas? Neither. <laughs> Here's what happened. At, at Washington, Chris Peterson decided, and obviously this has been in the works for a while, uh, but they announced it today. He is resigning 
from the head coach position at the University of Washington. Defensive coordinator Jimmy Lake will be the new head coach. There is no interim tag with this. It is just straight to Jimmy Lake. The defense has not been a problem there. This is The offense has been the issue, and Peterson decided he wanted to step back for a little bit, kind of recharge his batteries. And I don't know whether that means that he's going to come back to this role. He's only 55 years old. Yep. But I don't know if that means that he's going to come back or if he's going to uh, eventually maybe take another job or if maybe he's just done. Um, Chris, I mean, what were your thoughts when you saw it? I mean, this is the shocking one of them all. We we kind of had an idea that some of these coaching jobs were going to come open just because of, you know, when you don't have the season and expectations are met. Uh, we didn't see this coming at all. And he says, this is, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm staying at Washington. He wants to mentor and coach the coaches, I guess, and, and kind of work with them. Um, I, I texted you earlier saying the, uh, the quote from Office Space, so <laughs> what would you say you do here is running through my head over and over again, trying to figure out what is he going to do every day. I have no idea the answer to that. And, and other, like, older coaches do this all the time, right? Absolutely. And, you know, Urban is still Ur- – Urban is an advisor on two coaching staffs right now. Yes. I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, he'll, he'll give himself out to anybody. Yeah. And, and, and it's two places that he's been, but okay. – it's still kind of weird it's to be an, a paid advisor for two programs at the same time. Yeah, it seems like there might be a conflict. That both there. potentially could be in the playoffs. It playing each other. There's no conflict there. I mean, it, it, it's possible if Ohio State stays number one, they yes. could be playing Utah. So, you know. Anyway. Uh, let's see. This, is, this is different than a normal advisor role, though. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons we don't think he's going to leave for another job is, is – he waited so long before he left Boise for the perfect job. He kind of made it clear. I, I think this was made clear. He wanted to stay in the Pacific Northwest. He wanted to raise his family out that way. Yeah. Several SEC jobs opened up over the past. Everyone kind of threw his name out there. He didn't consider them at all. And uh, I just can't see him all of a sudden now, hey, I'm at Washington, what, seven years? And then just, I think I'll move to the South now, or I think I'll move to LA. Like I thought if there's any job, he's taking the USC job a, because he's too big. You, you don't leave Washington for old Mr. Arkansas. No offense to those programs. I think Washington's a better program than they are. I, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe, he, maybe I'm absolutely been, wrong. He's been called but, about that USC job multiple times before. And he, he never wants it because I don't but, think he wants that flashy lifestyle. I don't I don't either, which is why there's no job open in the Pacific Northwest unless he thinks, hey, maybe that Oregon job's gonna open. But Washington's been so good to him, I don't know that he would stay in the Pac twelve. I don't I don't think so. I mean he if Brian Harson takes another job, maybe he goes back to Boise, but I don't think it's right now. I I think he's done for at least a year. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. But the report It's just weird if if he wants to get – I don't mean to cut you off. But if he wants to get back into coaching, but he doesn't want to leave – like, is this one of those situations where he tells the D.C., hey, get back to the back seat. I'm going to sit in the big chair again. Like – It's a weird way to go about it. This is strange, man. It's definitely that. All the rest Uh, of them make sense. Yeah. The reports on this are it's not a health issue. It's no no family issues, nothing like that. Everybody's great. 
he's he's just t- like this season took a lot out of him. Apparently, I'd like I'd like to do nothing for a year, and that sounds nice to be in that situation. And he's made enough money to do nothing whenever he wants. <laughs> My problem is, is it just makes it weird if you want to come back. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, let's get to some of these comments here. Uh, Ghost Dog said, "So who wants a job at Missouri?" Um, uh, nobody. We'll talk about that here in a second because I, I don't know of any ties to that job whatsoever. The only mm-hmm. name that I've heard associated with it is, is Matt Campbell, and there's no reason for him to leave but Iowa State for that They're job. trying to talk to Lane, right? But we don't think Lane's taking that job. Uh, well, Arkansas no. has been talking to Lane, but I, I don't think he's taking that one the Reports either. last night where Lane was supposed to set up talk to Arkansas and Missouri. Um, I, there's Even if he didn't get the Arkansas job, I don't think there's any way on earth. No. I wouldn't take that Missouri job. No, I don't. Well, that's not true. I absolutely would take that Missouri job. Whatever you paid Barry Odom, cut it in half, offer it to me. I'll do the best I can. What did he? I think he made like the very best I got. Yeah. You're doing the very best I got. Uh, Ethan Broom said, uh, Does this mean Jacob Eason is for sure going in the draft? I don't know if it means it for sure. I don't think it'd be a smart move on on his part. Yeah, I I don't, I think he would. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that. I don't either. Right, he so, didn't have a good enough year, so I mean, he there's potential. I mean, he would just not get drafted, but he. Possible. I think he's good enough to where he'd go undrafted, and and could get a spot to try out for a team. Yeah, possibly. I would take my chances if I was him. Come back to college, see can you win nine, ten games, and 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 you know, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that offense getting better without Chris Peterson. Yeah. I mean, I I think he's a top five. Definitely top ten coach in, in all of college football. Losing him, I don't think they get better. So, yeah, I mean, you you might be right. You might be right. Um, let's see, factory laced uh, guys. What was your surprise upset of the weekend? Um, I mean, I don't really know that there was one. Yeah, I didn't have much of a surprise one. Maybe I, Kentucky I, uh, with as badly as they beat Louisville. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you're right on I mean, that. that. Was an upset. I mean, that wasn't an upset. I mean, all the all the things I thought happened, not did happen, but I don't know. Yeah, it, there there wasn't a whole lot crazy that happened over the weekend. I mean, I guess Auburn over Alabama, but both of us said on the show last yeah. week that we kind of expected that. So, well, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought that would happen. I mean, I I thought, I mean, none of these were upsets. I thought Michigan would hang with Ohio State. That didn't. I mean, I was wrong on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but none of them were upsets. No, it, yeah. he said I didn't think Wisconsin would dominate Minnesota, but. I did. I called that last week. So <laughs> I didn't think they would dominate them, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if they won the game. So. Let's uh, let's go on and roll through the head coaching changes. Then we'll roll through the coordinator changes. We uh, we don't have a ton of time today. Uh, again, everybody that's in, we appreciate you for hanging out with us. If you would share out the show, if you're watching the video, click like, click subscribe on YouTube, and if you haven't already, go subscribe to the podcast. We uh, we would definitely appreciate that. Uh, the two jobs that opened early in the year. Two second-year coaches that got fired midseason. Chad Morris, gone from Arkansas, and Willie Taggart, gone from Florida State. Uh, the Florida State stuff has gotten really, really quiet. I think they – so they self-imposed a deadline of November 30th. That has now come and gone. But yep. that was for them to get, you know, Bob Stoops, Urban Meyer, somebody like that, somebody that was a big name. And then there was all the Deion Sanders talk, which would have been hilarious and very entertaining – uh, but I don't think that that's going down now because if it was, it would have already happened. Uh, Odo Hagens, 
is still a possibility, but that is a, a fallback plan. I think because it has got so quiet right now, the guy that they have got lined up is going to be coaching this weekend, I think. Uh, okay. All, all the stuff around that program right now screams Mike Norvell. So we'll see if at that's Florida what happens. Florida State? Yeah, to Florida State. Okay. So we, apparently we they really then, like okay. him. So, and that, Now, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I have no idea what's going on at Florida State, but I don't think Norvell's taking it. That's, I, I think he would be more likely to take that job as opposed to Ole Miss or Arkansas. Yeah, I don't. I don't. So, and we'll we'll see what happens after this weekend because if they beat Cincinnati, they get the Cotton Bowl berth. Uh, I mean, that, that would be the biggest win in Memphis history. So, we'll see what happens after that. Obviously, he could stay at Memphis. Uh, he's already making over $2.7 million a year. So, he'll get a raise. He'll obviously get a raise if he stays yeah. in Memphis. And he'll, he'll be bumped up to over $3 million a year. Yeah, um, so so if you come with $4 million, it, that might not get him. You, you're going to have to break open the wall a little more than Exactly. That, you, you're going to have to pay him at least five a year. Now, his buyout's only 500000 But Yeah, you're not worried about a buyout, but you are worried about, about – and then if he gets a raise, does that buyout go up? Uh, the other question is James Franklin. Does James Franklin have any interest in this job? I don't. I don't think so. I, I think if he leaves Penn State at all, it's going to be for USC. I agree um, with that. So, uh, off of Florida State, let's jump to Arkansas. Uh, all, we did talk just a little bit ago about Lane Kiffin. Um, you think Lane takes that job, and you think they offer it to him? I, I don't think he takes the job, even if they did offer it to him. Because I don't so think they're going to be able to get the top he's the kind of guy in. they're going to offer it to? I, if they offered it, I still don't think that he would take it. Because – why would you go to Fayetteville and clean up that mess when you can stay in Boca Raton, man? Like, I because I, I do think he years. wants another. I do think he wants another shot at the SEC. So let me ask you this: If you had to choose, which job is a better job, Ole Miss or, or Arkansas? Man, that's a that is so difficult. Uh, Arkansas is really difficult to get talent. I think Ole Miss is the better job, uh, if only because the recruiting base is a little bit easier. You're an I hour agree. away from I, Memphis. There's yep. more talent in Mississippi. You know, homegrown Mississippi talent. You got to fight state for it, but and you've got a lot of other smaller schools that you got to fight for it. But your athletic budget's a lot bigger than Mississippi State's, um, and I, I, I just think I do think it's a better job. Uh, Arkansas's a a good job in the sense of you've got a couple of big boosters where money will never be a problem. But I also think those big boosters like to have their hand in the cookie jar, and yeah. they're never going to hire somebody that's going to say, get your hand out of the cookie jar. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Broom jumped in. He said, could Clark Lee or Chip Long be on the radar for teams looking for a new head coach? Maybe some of the G5 schools, possibly. I don't think either of them has done enough at Notre Dame uh, on offense or defense to to get a big-time job. Uh, but some of the G5 jobs, absolutely. Uh, but but here's the deal, man. I mean, OCs and DCs are making so much money now. I mean, it's really hard for some of these G5 jobs. If you're at a big school and you're an OC, that G5 head coaching job doesn't pay what the OC at, at Notre Dame pays. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it, it just doesn't. And is it more like, yes, there's a level of, well, I want to be a head coach. Sure, but do you want to go to the middle of nowhere and be a head coach? At, at a smaller G5 school. Um, now, obviously, if a Memphis opens up, 
or uh, you know South Florida. Those are those are bigger schools. They're not you know no yeah. no offense. They're not Southern Miss. No, no, you no. Know, absolutely they're not, not. They're not Louisiana Tech. Uh, Matthew Miller jumped in. He said Mike Leach to Arkansas. Question. Uh, no, I want Mike Leach in the SEC At, so badly. You I know agree. that. You know that. That's, I, and I, I would love it to too. But I want him close to home. But the odds of I, him getting one of these jobs is slim to none. I mean, you would have to be completely desperate, and Arkansas might be at this point. But so here's here's what I think, and this is you remember if one of those schools, Arkansas or Ole Miss, strike out on everybody they want, I, I do think there's a little bit of these athletic directors want to make a name, and I don't know that they want to you know hire the young guy that's unproven and see can he hang. I, not I for think the amount of money would, some of them have thrown away. I mean, you yeah, got that. I, I think I think they would rather stake the reputation on a known commodity that's crazy than because both of them at that point in time, if you strike out on everybody you want, are high risk situations. Yeah, and and the one high risk situation, he's only high risk because he's crazy and he, you can't control him. But the, so you the know his football mentality. The situation at Arkansas, uh, Hunter Yurichich. Uh, he was the Houston athletic director after Tom Herman left when, you remember, Lane Kiffin was a finalist for that job. Yep. And everybody came out and said, oh, it's it, – now, it was floated to the media and whatnot. But it was said, Lane Kiffin, uh, all the background baggage and whatnot, Arkansas, or, uh, Houston didn't want to deal with that, et cetera. But they gave the job to Major Applewhite, and it came out that the, the contract was absolutely absurd. And yeah. so I don't think that that had anything to do with Lane. You know, I don't think that Lane not getting the job had to do with his background. I think it had more to do with Lane did not want the job yep. and the program wanted to, you know, make it still look attractive. So right. I think that's what went on there. I think Yurchich and Lane still have a good relationship. So if he really wants a chance, uh, Arkansas would be a good landing spot for him. But. Man, the the two most interesting names with that search are Justin Fuente and Willie Fritz. And I think there is some traction with Willie Fritz right now. But obviously we'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot that could go into that. But Fuente, the the idea of maybe getting closer to Texas and Oklahoma where he is from, uh, that could be a possibility. Uh, I mean, remember he was TCU's offensive coordinator. He played at Oklahoma. Um, I... Does Fuente leave after this season? You know, he got him to nine wins. Or, no, he got him to eight wins. Uh, maybe nine with the bowl game. I'm yeah, is, see. is Arkansas a better job than Virginia Tech? I can't believe that. I just wonder. It's not a knock on Arkansas, but damn. No, no, I just wonder about the You the can win the ACC of, every year. You just got to beat Clemson. Now, you know how people sometimes leave gigs in order to, to beat the rush out? Like, you know, back back in the day, Tubby Smith leaving Kentucky, going to Minnesota. Minnesota's not a better basketball job than Kentucky, but he saw the writing on the wall. He was going to eventually be fired. Do you so, think Wednesday's on a hot seat after what he did this year? I think the way that this season started and with the way that everybody was talking about it, like he kind of lost the fan base a little bit. At the start of the season, you're exactly right. But I just felt like he turned the ship, and people. Well, but remember, he had, wrong, a, he had a bad. I mean, I'm also biased on that too. Yeah, I, I love Fuente, and so I'm seeing it from a different perspective because I'm not a Virginia Tech fan. No, so. he had a he had a bad last season, 
And then this season kind of turned things around but didn't look overly impressive for the majority of the year. Uh, once you lose that fan base, it is very tough to get them back. Uh, and now he just lost to Virginia for the first time in 15 years. Like, yeah. if he wanted to get out of that spot, then he could. I don't think there's a ton of pressure on him at Virginia Tech, but this could you be a soft landing would consider the Memphis job? You think he would consider the Ole Miss job? I mean, he's recruited in the Memphis area. He knows this this recruiting ground. Um, Who do you think – who do you like for the Ole Miss job then? Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, I mean, last night reports that. were that talks were getting deep with 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 uh, Norvell. Well, we'll see. I mean, you think that, that was all? I just, don't I just think that was all smoke. And so, obviously, Matt Luke gets fired from Ole Miss. That's why we're talking about this gig. Uh, they have hired Ventura Partners, which is the search firm uh, that does a lot of different stuff. Um, hold on, let's uh, let's go through and read some of the comments. I didn't even think about it. Uh, Ghost Dog, I never thought I'd live to see Alabama trend down. How far, I don't know. Uh, yeah, me either. They lost by a total of eight points to two top ten teams, so I think it'll be fine. Um, let's see, that Ole Miss. Uh, oh, it's people saying uh, uh, that Ole Miss is the better job. Uh, six to seven wins at Arkansas, you're in good shape. Um, Arkansas seven-win season will get you a statue with a gold plate. Eh, not necessarily true because Brett had several of those and they still ran him out of town. Uh Matt Miller said, what's a better job in your opinion, Florida State or USC? Uh, USC. It's uh, not close. Yeah, USC is the best job in the conference. You don't have to deal with Clemson. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Mike said, does Clay Helton get a job? I, don't, I keep watching Twitter. I don't think that Clay Helton has lost his job yet. Um, I just I – don't, I don't think he – I don't know if he's going to lose his job. I don't know if that's the first thing that AD wants to do is come in and have to change over a, a full football staff and pay a – astronomical buyout and put yourself well, I mean the, if you uh, don't yeah. have somebody else in mind to take it that's a really hard thing to like do if Urban or James Franklin wants to take the job then yes you fire Clay Helton if not I know I know around. that's dirty business and I know it's one of those things where you shouldn't be looking for a coach while you have a coach but if you're a smart AD you're always looking for a new coach and and that's just that's just part of the job yeah no you're you're 100% right 100% right on that um so, back to Ole Miss, the Howard Ventura Partners search firm, the two names that have been brought up the most with it. Uh, Bruce Feldman brought up Will Hall, who is Tulane's offense coordinator. That will never happen. Uh, I understand that Bobby Hall was a Mississippi coaching legend. I get that. Yeah. But the optics of an SEC team hiring a group of five coordinator. Yeah, with uh, no head coaching experience. Yeah, you can't Well, he's do got that. head coaching experience. Like, but it was at West Alabama, so it's you know, whatever. Um, so he's got coaching experience better than Moorhead, but not not much. Yeah, not by not by much. So, uh, but it's the two names, of course, are Mike Norvell, who I think is more interested in the Florida State job, and Billy Napier from Louisiana Lafayette, or just okay. Louisiana. I, Napier is that is that would be the smartest thing that that administration has done in a decade. I mean, that Napier is built for an SEC job. Now, I don't know if Ole Miss is the one that he really wants. I think he wants a bigger job, but I think that he could do really good things there. He understands how to recruit down there. If you're at Ole Miss, you got to be able to get into New Orleans. you got to be able to get into Louisiana. you got to be able to get into Texas a little bit. Not that you're going to be able to get much, but you got to be able to get into those spots. Napier is already at Louisiana. 
his coaching experience is under Saban and under Dabo. Like he is a championship pedigree coach, and he has he's gone nineteen and seven with, or no, is it seventeen and seven? No, nineteen and seven with um, Louisiana so far. So he's ten and two this year. Like the guy's unreal. I I just I think that he's good, man. I I think Billy Napier would be a just outstanding hire. For Ole Miss. I don't, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate it, and and he would be definitely on a short list. Um, I think they've got a better shot. I mean, obviously, I think talks happened with Norvell for it to get reported out the way it did last night, um, and I think they went farther than most people around here are talking about. I think the Memphis media is obviously crushing it and making it seem like it's nothing. <clears throat> I think all that does when you cover stuff up like that and and just kind of hide behind what you don't want to see is you make it hurt worse if it actually happens. Oh, yeah. So I I think it would be smarter for them to take their tiger blue glasses off and just really dig in and figure out what talks happen because enough people knew major conversations happened and they happened deep into the night last night. Yeah. And uh, that's not something you do if you're not interested in a job. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I do think the Ole Miss money will be substantially more than anything Memphis comes up with because they have SEC TV money that the American just doesn't have. They haven't historically paid like a ton though. I, they were paying you freeze five million. But you don't think they will? The I, game has changed, Gary. What they've paid in the past is different than what they have to pay today. I don't know if in that's what they would pay for Mike Norvell everything. though. Like I, oh, I, I just, think they pay. I think they absolutely pay him five million, four point five five million dollars, easy, easy. I don't know if they're going to be able to outpay Florida State. So you might be right. I don't know that I. If I was him, I would take the Ole Miss job over the Florida State job. I just would. Man, I don't know about all that. I just, I just would. I, I think Florida. State, I don't want to be the fifth best program in the state of Florida. Well, no, because that's what the, they are. He's got the opportunity to make it the uh, the best program, like. I mean, you're I know going to be able to get kids, talent there. Unless they can redo the facilities, which is why Jimbo left, is they wouldn't put money in the infrastructure and all the other things that went along with just paying a head coach a lot of money. If they're not going to do all the ancillary things, which Norvell knows is a major part of recruiting and building a program. Yeah, I mean, that's if what they're, they're not going to do. If, yes, if they're not going to do that in Tallahassee, they wouldn't do it for Jimbo. Why the hell would they do it for Norvell or the next coach? Okay. They've just chosen not to do it. When FIU and South Florida and Central Florida's facilities are better than yours, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what I'm supposed to do as a head coach. Yes, the school is bigger. Thank God Bobby Bowden built a, a foundation that was incredible and built a brand that was amazing. But that shit ain't going to last forever, man. No, it's just right. not. You're right. Uh, you want to go bigger, you got to spend the wallet high. every year for facilities. Yeah. Uh, Earl McDowell, are there any coaching hot seats among the independent football programs? UConn is not changing Red, uh, Randy Etzel right now. Uh, Notre Dame, no change there. Army, Randy Etzel got, got blowed out by Temple and got another like $8 million in bonuses, $8,000 <laughs> $8, in bonuses. Yeah. It's no, just amazing the prop bets that, that his, his uh, contract, contract holds. Yeah. It's it, just amazing. No, it definitely is. It definitely is. Uh, New Mexico State. You know, no issue, whatever. Um, the Liberty, like, we'll see if, if Hugh well, Freeze maybe gets one of these. I was just about to say, but if it's Hugh not a hot seat. One of these jobs, 
Yeah, no, he's not getting fired at Liberty. He can coach there forever if he wants to. Yeah, and then BYU, but, uh, Kalani yeah. Sataki, he's coming back for another season. He's been extended. Okay. So, he's good. Uh, Mike said, uh, according to Bleacher Report, he was fired yesterday at 2.01 p.m. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he's talking about Clay Helton. Not happening. <laughs> that was a fake report. Uh, can you rank your top five in the SEC? This is from Whitey Panda. I have Bama fifth. They don't play Georgia or Florida, and Auburn played LSU closer. Um, We're just wait, finishing the season out? Say what? Is he wanting just rankings right now for the SEC? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. No. We're not doing um, that right now. Let's see. Kirk jumped in. Uh, Kirk said Ole Miss needs to go after Kiffin with everything they've got. I so so I I, I would agree with put, that. Like I, I would put a if I could be the athletic director at Ole Miss right now and I could make this statement with this higher carte blanche, I, I get all say, all rule, all everything. I would call Lane. I'd tell Lane to call Kendall, and I'd call Barry Odom, and I'd give Barry Odom the Dave Aranda situation, which is you're going to run the defense. You're you're going to be the head coach of the defense. You can recruit whatever talent you want. You can hire whatever coaches you want for the defensive side. And you are solely responsible for the defense. You two young bastards are solely responsible for the offense. Let's go. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell the boosters, get the hell out of the way. I need the money. And I'm going to stick my hand out. I need that emergency 20 in your wallet. But after that, hit the bricks. Is, is Kiffin a strong enough personality to be able to tell those boosters to get out of the way? We need the, the, that's that. See, this is the problem. That is a job for the AD and the chancellors to do. I, I, I know that Saban had to come in and do that at Alabama, but the reason we're having the problems at all these places is because the athletic directors aren't strong enough to do it. I don't think it's the head coach's job to walk in and say, get the hell away from me. You know, you don't talk to me. I talk to you kind of thing. That makes him look like an asshole. You want everybody to worship that guy. He's already got enough pressure on. Him. No, that's the athletic director's job to say, "Hey, give the guy a little room here, okay?" Well, the issue what? here is, you know, the new athletic director Keith Carter, former Ole Miss basketball player, et cetera. You think that he's not already tied in with the boosters? Like they they are running the program still, I, and that's I understand that. I'm just telling you. You asked me, do I think Lane is strong enough to do that? And I'm telling you, I don't think that's Lane's job. I think it would have to be. Because I don't think that the AD is well, going to be able to do it. I also believe that Lane gives no fucks at all. <laughs> and if he got that job, I absolutely think he would have no problem whatsoever telling them, yeah. I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you want to fire me, write that check. But but I'm here. You've hired me. This is what you get. We're going to put points up and we're going to play football. But if yeah. I had to build a staff and you gave me – you're the athletic director for Ole Miss. This is our budget. This is what we're spending on football. I would get Lane on the phone. I'd say, how did things end with Kendall? Y'all still close? Get his ass on the phone. Get him here. Also, don't worry about a D.C. I got that taken care of. And I would give Barry Odom the uh, the Dave Aranda treatment. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I you're not going to have any problems on the defense, and you're not responsible for the defense. Y'all have to work in unison. You have to work together. But he will hire his defensive coaches. He will recruit his defensive players, and you run the offense and uh, and, and and the team. Let's see. Mike said, "I agree. Chris should be AD uh, to keep the boosters out." <laughs> hey, whatever they're making now, cut it in half. I'll take that job tomorrow. There you go. There you go. Tomorrow. All right. Let's uh let's try and dive into some of these other ones uh, because we have already gone over thirty minutes. Boston College. 
Uh, Got no idea who the hell is going to take that job. Well, the AD is an Ohio State guy, so that offensive coordinator at Ohio State, which is named Jeff, uh, should have written this down. I I would imagine he's probably going to get a strong look at this one. Probably, Um, I can see that. Jeff uh, uh, Haley, Havley, whatever. I don't know how good of a job he's going to do. I mean, that is Ryan Day's offense, so. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean. What do you think of Adazio, though? If I needed an OC, I'd call. I was going to bring that up for the Northwestern job. I'm biased in this because you know I love Northwestern. You know I love Adazio. I would be ecstatic. I would be ecstatic if Steve Adazio was the OC. His his offenses have been all over the map. Like, he can adjust. And that's the good thing about him. He can adjust to either slow pace. Or up tempo, he can run, he can throw. Like he, he. There it is. Uh, oh, Jeff Halfley is the uh, the DC. It said Mike. Um, I wonder if that's the. Yeah, I would imagine he might be the one that's up for uh, for this job for for Boston College. Well, so maybe. I, Boston College is a difficult job, man. There's so oh, yeah. much other stuff going on in Boston yep. that. I that just, is not a, that is not a football town. It is damn sure not a college football town. Yeah. I assure you of that. Nobody cares about what's going on there college-wise. And the other thing is the academics to get in at BC are pretty insane. And yeah, this I mean, is it's a private school. Where, it's, yeah, it's this isn't one of those where we turn the other cheek when it comes to the athletes. They, so I, they're, yeah, they're not letting for, the athletes pull uh, their, down, their numbers down. Yeah, I'd look for an Ohio State guy there. Like at, that, that AD, Ohio State guys <laughs> tend to lean on Ohio State guys, just the That's way right. it is. Um, right. So I would imagine that. Uh Let's talk about some of these uh, G5s. Oh, uh, uh, Rutgers, of course, Chris Ash got fired early in the year. Um, we almost just overlooked that because it happened so early. Uh, Greg Schiano comes in. He gets everything he wants. This was yeah. a perfect media play. He got yeah. all of his buddies, including the governor of New Jersey, to jump in. Um, you know, I mean, we'll, Listen, we'll see. This is what happens when you have all the power and all the control. I want X, Y, Z, A, B, C, Q. LLD, whatever. I want it all. And they say, we're going to give you this. And then they link it to the media. We made this strong offer. And he says, that's fine. I'll go sit on my, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go back to Nantucket and I'll just hang out. Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with being retired. And then they call back and say, ah, okay. All right. We, we made it all work. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> you can uh, have Whitey, anything you want. Whitey Panda said, uh, Wesley McGriff might leave Auburn for a DC or head coaching job. Um, I mean, none of that would surprise me. So, uh, McGriff has done a a pretty good job at Auburn. Um, let's see, New Mexico, Bob Davey, he uh, he has resigned. No idea which direction they are going to go. Uh, Old Dominion, Bobby Wilder has resigned. No direct, uh, no idea where they will go either. Although Newport News, Virginia, you know, over where uh, Old Dominion is, a lot of yeah. lot of awesome athletes come out of that area. You know, Mike Vick, Allen Iverson, that whole bunch. No, like, no, yeah. So. Ultimate the West Virginia is a is a is a football state. New Mexico is not. That that's going to be hard to find yeah. somebody that wants that job. Yeah, no. I, Old Dominion, it, like it's a G five job, but it's one that you yeah. get a good up and comer. You can make something out of that. Yeah, um, you can get talent there. You can absolutely get homegrown talent there. Let's see. Mike Campion said Shiano demands are crazy. Dude gets a private jet and twenty five million guaranteed. Yeah, sure. but it's over eight years. Like he's yeah. he's making just a little over four million a year. Uh, or no, it was, somebody it was is, somebody is, listen, somebody is always worth what the other person's willing to pay. Yes. Okay. That's it. But if you, you're wanting you to be stay, a, a power yeah. five football program, these are normal, a private jet. They are, 
you know, four million a year ain't nothing. They are a Big Ten football school that is considering, considering building a football only facility. <laughs> they there don't even have an athletic facility for their football players, and they're in the damn Big Ten. Yeah. I know. How many mobsters are getting money from that Big Ten money for Rutgers? Oh, it's got to be a, a ton. I mean, those, those, are, those are my people. I think I, I feel I can say that and it not be stereotypical or wrong. I just I just like to know, you know, an estimated number of how many hands are in that cookie jar that have nothing to do with the school whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, uh, you might be right. Uh, let's see. Garen Thomas said, uh, what's up? Love watching these. And Coach Ed needs more. Uh, needs to be paid more, but any rumors on Arkansas? Uh, go back and watch the beginning of the video when we get done. We talked a lot about Arkansas. Uh, yeah. Let's jump into some of these. UTSA, Frank Wilson, he's gone. More than likely, he will end up back on the LSU staff. Uh, they call him the King of New Orleans. So you, he'll he'll be on LSU staff in some capacity. One Co- way Coach O has taken so many people that like retired and was like, hey, I'm thinking about moving back to the New Orleans area. And he's like, mm, come on up to this hour down the road, Baton Rouge. I'll give you a job. And they, these guys are just consultants. They watch game film. They, you know, they tell people what they think and they help out. But here's what I love about him and I love about this staff. It's it's not just a bunch of young sharks that are all gunning at it for each other. I mean, these are you got a great mixture of old guys, young guys, offensive, defensive, innovative dudes, old and all school. All of them love guys. LSU. Yes, they, they and they, and they all LSU. want to be there. I, I'm going to tell you this: I feel I feel so happy. The comments coming out about Joe Brady just I, if I just don't even know how to explain how happy I am <laughs> that that has been. I mean, the I words get to that here in a minute. Take it to the bank. He will never be a coordinator for another college. Yeah, I uh, I could believe it. I could believe it. Um, just UTSA. I've got no idea who is going to yeah, take that job. No, no clue. clue. Uh, UNLV. Tony Sanchez is out. Uh, but so one of the big names, or not even big name, but Tim DeRuiter, obviously Fresno State guy from way back when um, the AD at UNLV is mm-hmm. a former Fresno state guy. DeRuiter's probably got an in there. Uh, interesting nugget though. Jim Mora jr. Is now following every UNLV recruit uh, on Twitter. So <laughs> I think hey. Jim Mora jr. Would be good there. I think it'd be good for that program to have somebody that's good behind a camera that, sure. you know, can, can do a lot there. I, I think Jim Mora Jr. would be good for that. Uh, DeRuiter didn't show me a ton. So, you know, we'll see. But UNLV, like, that's an up-and-coming job. Uh, they're not going to pay a bunch up, up front. Like, you'll probably make more at New Mexico up front. Um, but I, I, UNLV, up-and-coming job. They're going to be playing in the new Raiders uh, football stadium. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. That could be a good one. Uh, last one on the board, South Florida. Charlie Strong is out. Uh, he will probably end up a D.C. somewhere, I would imagine. I could agree with that, yep. Um, the the three names that have been listed for this one, Willie Taggart possibly coming back, which would be strange but is not completely unheard of in, in today's day and age. Um, I The other ones are the Clemson co-offensive coordinators, Tony Elliott and Jeff Scott. Package now, deal. 
it was it was a matter of time before one of these took another job because they've been there forever. Yep. How how would you feel about this? I mean, I I think both of those guys have earned the right to get a shot to have a chance. Yeah. So I I do think that. I mean, I kind of like the comeback story. Willie Taggart got – he did such a bad – he did such a mediocre job in a bad PR situation when he first got to Oregon. He was there for five minutes, immediately jumps, and takes the Florida State job. Yeah. And it, to say he was a disaster at Florida State is an understatement. Oh, yeah. I, I would like to see him get – sit back in the big chair, smaller place where he's already been successful at, say, you know what, I can do this. And and I'm and I'm gonna bring this program back to power. I do wonder, like it, you hate to see stuff like that because, I mean, that was his dream job. Like he grew up cheering for Florida State. His family's from there. Like that's the reason he jumped at it. Um, I mean, it was the the same thing with Lane Kiffin when he left Tennessee after one year. Like yeah. your dream job, USC, where you grew up coaching. You know, like that's that is the one job that you would leave for, and then it doesn't work out. And it's you hate seeing stuff like that. Um, what the only negative with going back to South Florida for Willie Taggart would be? Does it set you up to be able to take another big job later? Because I mean, he's still really young. No, uh, I, I'm going to tell you, but why? Why do you have to take a bigger job later? You don't. If I think he's just been such there. a disaster. I don't know that he's getting another big job. Yeah, it may not. It I mean, I not. think this is a. This is a situation where if you're if you can coach again and you can do it at a high level, South Florida is a big enough place for you to stay at, make a great living, and and build something awesome. I mean, we kind of thought Bobby Petrino was going to do that at Louisville, and then he just got lazy and bored, hired all his family members, and they just started sucking. Yeah, but like I don't see Willie doing that. No, I mean maybe I'm wrong, but if he here's the thing: if he goes back and he's just for some reason lost it. And the game has passed him by, and he can't win games. Then, then him taking a bigger job is, is moot. But if he comes back and it works, I just don't think that's a stepping stone job anymore. I don't think that. I don't think that he would leave them a second time. No, I think you're probably right. I so for them, right. if you want, I mean, if you if you go the route of hiring one of the Clemson OCs, I do believe that's a stepping stone. If they come in. And they win ten games in the American and, and and go to a New Year's Six Bowl one year. The next year they're bounced, and you got to try to do it again. If you go with Willie, they might he might not have that ceiling, but hell, he's done it before. No, you you're right, you're right. Um, interesting little nugget that just came out. Uh, Washington head coach Jimmy Lake is getting a five year contract. So obviously that stuff can be broken, but. Five years? I mean, they're going to pay a buyout if uh, if Peterson decides to come back. No, I think Peterson's. I think Peterson's either retiring or going into this weird semi-retirement, or I think he's leaving. He's gone. I, I think. I think he might be. I think it's he just might be. weird, man. He he waited so long for the right team to call him from the Pacific Northwest, and now all of a sudden he's just willing to leave. I mean, it's and he's only been there what five years. Is that right? Five, six, Five or six? seven. I, I thought it was seven, but but I could be wrong. That could be too many. That's I'm trying to think back when it was. I don't, I don't remember. Old, but yeah, that's that's really strange. Yeah, but I do think you got to give that guy a contract. 
I mean, you got you you can't oh, just yeah. say, okay, you're you're the new coach, and whatever your old deal was, we're just going to raise your money, but not give him a normal deal. You got to give him a deal. Yeah, uh, Larry Pilgrim, our, our Utah buddy, jumps in. Uh, he said, I think a five loss season. And being burned out is why Peterson left. One of the great coaches, but he got the Andrew Luck bug. He might he just be burned out. Quit. Yeah, he might have just been done. Let's uh, let's run through some of these coordinators. Uh, Virginia okay. Tech, of course, we know Bud Foster retired. Um, you know, we we think either Barry Odom or Chris Ash from uh, former Rutgers uh, head coach. And former defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Uh, now you think if Fuente leaves, though, all bets are off, and that's oh, a completely different situation. All bets are off on that. Now okay. I, I don't think he's going to, but he—it's he, totally on the table. If if Arkansas made a big enough offer, absolutely. Hey, uh, you think Hugh Freeze would take one of those smaller jobs, or not smaller jobs? But let's say, would would you take the Arkansas job if they strike out everybody 100%. else? Hundred percent. The issue there is that Greg Sankey is not going to let Arkansas hire Hugh Freeze. I would tell Greg Sankey to get in the closet. I mean, what wasn't it just last year that he was looking for an offensive coordinator job? Or two years ago? I would and, I would if I was an A D, I'd put Greg Sankey in a closet, in a locker. <laughs> I'd shove him in a locker and I'd leave him there. Uh USC uh USC note, uh there was a report over the weekend explaining how much the school is losing, uh, money wise, due to the <laughs> lack of interest and lack of attendance. So that would be a reason why they might fire Clay Helton. The other news, this kind of ties. That could also be a reason why you don't fire him because that's more money you'd be losing. True, but if you can build up hope, you and I both understand hope is the most dangerous thing you can give a guy. And it's yeah, but I, the I, best I, I think people, I just think those people at LA are just so flaky. You're either going to come in and you're going to win or not. They're not going to give the new guy a chance until he wins five or six games. Nobody's well, going to Urban Meyer or somebody like that. Maybe. I mean, but that, we, we, we're pretty certain it's not going to be Urban, though, right? I would say not, but I, I don't I mean, know. I think that board, that, that before they hired the AD, I think they made it clear we're not interested in him. That's what everybody says. But, man, reports get so twisted nowadays. I just – I think this. That school, I, think, I think that school has enough bad PR right now they want to stay as far away from Urban as they can. Yeah, Larry said uh, the Utes say to keep Helton, please. <laughs> they, they want him to keep Helton. Like, well, I don't I know why, you. man. I mean, he beat you out this year with a, with a third stringer. Yeah. Uh, so back to the USC stuff, how this ties in here. Texas fired their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. USC's OC Graham Harrell is interested in the Texas job. Yep. So I can see that being a good hire too. A great oh, I hire. think it'd be a great hire. I mean, he's from no, North not, Texas. not good hire. Great hire. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, where he played, yep. he was Seth Latrell's offensive coordinator in North Texas. He brings the air raid out with eight Texas. Yeah. Knows how to build a relationship with the Texas high schools. Absolutely. Oh right. yeah. Uh, that's a that's a good hire. The other report that came out was that Texas was going to try and go after Joe Brady. Yeah. That ain't ain't happening. No chance. Hand, no how. Hands off the merchandise, boys. Yeah. Yeah, gotta gotta find something else. Uh, Northwestern fired offense coordinator Mick McCall. Uh, I would love for them to get Steve Adazio. Me too. Me Will too. Hall could be good. They, what they need is some creativity. I don't no, know. No, I I like Will Hall. I kind of think Will Hall is going to go with Norvell. I could see that. 
I think I think the next job, whether it be Ole Miss, Florida State, wherever, if he stays at Memphis, he's not. I don't think Will Hall comes back to Memphis because that's not a bump up. But I do think the only reason I think Will Hall might not be interested in the Florida in the uh, Northwestern job is simply because I think he's. I think him and Norville have a good relationship. And uh, could you see him taking the Memphis job if Norvell leaves, like as as head coach? Yes, I could see that I as could well. See that too. I could see that as well. And so I don't know who Northwestern should go at. They need they don't need to go full air raid. They just need No, but they need and our boy John wants he just wants to try it just one time. Just try it. And if it doesn't work but the problem is the problem that Northwestern has is you're never gonna try anything. Whoever they get, they're gonna be married to for at least five or six years. I'd I'd say at least three years. Oh, I think I think they'll get longer than that. Uh, you, I mean, you might I mean, be right. How long did McCall stay in the hundreds at offense? Oh, in the he hundreds, wasn't always in the hundreds. But he, I mean, he was in the hundreds for three, four years, I guess. And okay. I don't think it was the hundreds. I think he was down like in the eighties as well. That's a, that's bad, Gary. Oh, I understand. I mean, that's that's bad. really bad. I mean, there was some exaggeration in what I'm saying, but damn, that's bad. No, it's it's really bad. And he was there for a long time, and they they still won despite him. And I don't think that they fired him. I just think his contract was up, and they were just like, all right. They were not going to pay somebody to not be on that staff. Um, Matthew Miller said, Chris Ash is a Texas analyst. He will be the next D.C. most likely. Probably. Uh, Wouldn't upset me. That that fits pretty well. He, he'll be the next D.C. at Texas uh, with Tom Herman. They were both at Ohio State together. That, yep. that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect you sense. He, you think he can help? Because – we kind of liked Todd Orlando, and that didn't No, work. I told you beforehand that Orlando wasn't good at, at Houston. What are you talking about? You picked them to make it to the playoff and go undefeated. Yeah, I thought that they would be better than they are, but I, I think Chris Ash would be better than Todd Orlando. I, th- I think that's complete opposite of what you said at the beginning of the season. Now, not that we compared Ash to Orlando, but I think you thought Orlando was going to be good and 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 turn that defense around. If if I did say that because you picked them to go like eleven and one, no, I picked them to go ten and two this year, ten and two, whatever, and, and I picked the them to be in the playoff last year. But you picked them this year too, not for the playoff. Mm. I picked Utah to be in the playoff this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back Get and close. listen to that tape. Yeah, go go back and listen. Hey, it's all on YouTube. Go check it out, man. We can do this thing. NC State fired defensive coordinator Dave Huxtable. Uh, he had been there since 2013. They were number 65 in the country in yards per play defense this year, giving up 5.59 yards. Uh, Number 89 last year, number 60 in 2017. 2016, when they had Bradley Chubb and and all of those guys on that defensive line, they were number 29. But they have gotten progressively worse since then. Uh, Tough to replace those boys. Yeah, and they they had a Uh, string of injuries and whatnot this year. Maybe it wasn't scheming that that helped those defenses be good. No, I think it was probably dudes. Just a guess. Probably dudes. South Carolina fired strength coach Jeff Dillman. Uh, They fired quarterback coach Dan Werner. And offensive coordinator Brian McClendon will no longer be calling plays. So they are in the market for some new offensive blood and a new strength coach. Firing the quarterback coach. Look, I don't know anything about the guy. Not going to pretend. Dan Werner was at Ole Miss under Hugh Freeze. And then he was at Alabama for a season as an analyst. And then he got hired to go to South Carolina. They went three deep to the quarterback position, and none of them were awful. No. I mean, how bad does the guy have to – I mean, what does he got to do to say he could get somebody ready to play quarterback? You got me. 
I mean, they, they got down to the third string, and that's how beat Georgia. I mean, they, they, it's tough to fire your, your quarterback's coach when your starting quarterback, senior quarterback, gets hurt in the first game of the year. First game like, of the year, and you in and you multiple games, freshman. multiple games, you go into the third stringer. Like, that's – Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Muschamp is, is obviously all these guys are highly competitive and pretty difficult to get along with. I could I could see him being a hard guy to work with. Yeah, I could I could believe that. So. I could believe that. All right, and then I wanted to close up on this one. Arizona State fired offensive coordinator Rob Likens, wide receivers coach Charlie Fisher, and tight ends coach Donnie Yontis. The first report out there. I'm embarrassed for her. It says that uh, there is interest in former Browns head coach Hugh Jackson. I can't. I can't live with I I question her being hired to begin with, okay? I was so wrong on that. Now I'm so glad he has that job. I'm glad he's still in my life coaching, and I love him. You can't do this to me, though. You, yeah. you just can't. I, I don't understand. Why would Hugh Jackson take this job? He wants a job. Just any job? Yeah. Well, A, I think this is the best job. This is the best job he could consider getting right now. You're telling me he can't be an assistant on an NFL squad no. somewhere. No, there there are not 32 programs that would let him darken the door. When Cincinnati took away his key card, no, and he was loved at Cincinnati. Loved there. There, there is not another facility that security would let him buy a ticket to. No, no, absolutely not. And I can't believe a power five school is going to let him in the door either. I don't, I do not see Hugh being the um, creative play calling uh, that, that you want, especially the way offenses are going right now. No, I I would agree with you. Or I can't see Hugh going into somebody's house and recruiting an all-world wide receiver or running back or quarterback or offensive lineman convincing mom and dad that I I know what it takes to get your boy ready for the next level and whatever. (laughs) Come on, man. Yeah, that's that's a interesting stuff. I'm going to get an opportunity to look like an idiot again. Oh, yeah. There's Maui. (laughs) There it is. That's a good time to uh, to close out here. So we, we've gone almost an hour. Um, we will be back, of course. We're recording on Tuesday night, our picks, previews, all that good stuff. Uh, we do appreciate all you guys for jumping in here, hanging out with us. This has been a lot of fun. Hopefully we can do it again very soon. If there is another big time happening, uh, we might do another emergency one of these. And we'll kind of keep tabs on on some of these jobs that are open, and we'll see uh, how, they, how they fare out. Because early signing period, only a couple weeks away, you know somebody's going to make some kind of a, a rash decision. So I mean, this is what Mississippi State did, that yeah. and how they got saddled with Moorhead. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll happen. All right, so of course you guys know, go to winningcureseverything.com. Uh, all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc., are over there. Go and hit subscribe on YouTube if you're watching there right now. Hit that like button. Leave some comments. We appreciate that stuff. <laughs> Empire jumps in. He said. The dog is the best groomed one on the show. That's no 100% doubt. true. No question. <laughs> uh, let's see. Whitey said, uh, please keep up the good work. Uh, peace. And, yeah, go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to tunacontrail.com. And go to smackapparel.com. Use promo code WIN to get 20% off. Any order over 40 bucks is going to be shipped for free. So go check all that stuff out. We will see all of you again tomorrow. Thanks for jumping Thanks in. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures. This is awesome. Yeah, this has been good stuff.
Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.